Millicent sat on her bed, dressed in a pale green tea gown, and wished she were dead. Her mother and that hideous man had not even given her a reprieve from her sentence, hurrying it along as if she must be drawn and quartered by midnight. Surely to be so would be a more humane death than to die by inches over countless years of servitude. He was coming to tea. She was certain he was, but not to socialize. William Davis, Jr. was coming to examine his potential merchandise. Her breeding and appropriate demeanor. She'd make sure she opened her mouth so he could determine that all her teeth were present and accounted for. If she dared, she'd make a mockery of this meeting, make the man shy off and not claim possession. His word was the final say, while she had no rights whatsoever. The mere thought of it made steam figuratively rise from her head. Who made a man king of his palace? Because women were ignorant enough to allow themselves to give birth, she muttered, as she hit the mattress in anger, but not her. She wasn't pumping out any children unless it benefited her as she saw fit. Not for a man to pleasure himself and not for his pride to claim an heir. He'd pay in some way should she acquiesce to burdening herself. The sudden knock on her door made her jump and reminded her of a funeral dirge. Apparently it had come time for her to meet the man to whom she eventually would sell her soul. Probably tomorrow, if her stepfather had any say in the matter. She only hoped her intended betrothed was not ancient or had bow legs. Additionally, if she had to spread her legs at some point, which she planned to avoid until she could no longer, she only hoped he had enough to place between them, and it wasn't limp. She rose and checked her appearance in the bureau mirror, smoothing down one errant piece of red hair, and walked slowly to the door. Opening it, she nodded to her mother. It was nice knowing you, she whispered, and marched solemnly forward. Millicent descended the stairs and turned right to the parlor. A man sat on their pale yellow medallion sofa with his back to the entrance. Her stepfather stood when he saw her come through the archway. William, here's my daughter Millicent. Daughter? She gagged. Her connection to the avaricious toad was close enough as it was. The man on the sofa stood and turned. She glanced up at him. He was tall and broad-shouldered. Dark brown wavy hair framed his face. His eyes were pale, blue or green. She wasn't sure yet. She was certain he was far better looking than she'd hoped he would be. Trying hard not to believe her luck, Millicent crossed the room. When he opened his mouth, then she'd know without a doubt what his true colors were. Curtsying in front of him, she held out her hand. It is a pleasure to have you in our home, Mr. Davis. Okay, so she knew her manners, if nothing else. He took her hands in his, and for a moment she could swear she felt a current. It made her giddy. He bent, pressed his lips to it, and her skin tingled. The room became unbelievably hot. 
It is my pleasure to make your acquaintance, Miss Haverford. Her face burned. I beg your pardon, Mr. Davis, but my surname is actually Robinson. I am Mr. Haverford's stepdaughter. Bart laughed nervously. Yet we have a father-daughter relationship. Young Waif lost her father when she was six. Thankfully. And you, you miserable, overbearing boar, had the grace to leave us alone for three years. Why wasn't it more? Yes, I am afraid it was a serious accident. He stood in front of a weapon and accepted three bullets to the head.